Welcome to Life and DNA with Amanda Renee. I'm so glad you joined me today. Let's get started. Hey everyone, it's Amanda. Thank you for joining me. Today I'm going to talk a little more about my journey with Hashimoto's and thyroid issues. Um, and in particular, my weight loss journey or my struggle with the weight loss journey. Um, a big part of Hashimoto's is the weight gain, very unexplained weight gain. Um, cause like I said in my last video or my last, um, podcast, and I, I never ate that much. I never ate enough to gain what I gained. I mean, it was, you know, a good at least 60 pounds from where I was after I gave birth to my son. And to me, looking back on it, because the whole, a lot of the time after my son was born is really fuzzy to me. And I'm, a lot of that I'm sure has to do with the Hashimoto's because you have really bad brain fog. <clears throat> and, um, so to me, looking back, it's almost like one day I looked at myself and I just didn't recognize myself. Um, it was, it was really bad. I do remember somebody took a picture on father's day. We went out to eat me and my sisters and my dad and all of us went out to eat and somebody took a picture and oh my gosh, I could just cry even thinking about that picture. I looked really bad. And even more than the way everywhere else, my face was just felt like it looked distorted to me. I mean, it was really bad. And you know, and the symptoms of, <clears throat> of Hashimoto's is a puffy face. And that's been the hardest part of the weight gain for me. <clears throat> um, and a lot of that had to do with, okay, before I got diagnosed with the anemia, um, cause I was stubborn and wasn't going to go to the doctor because of, you know, false religious beliefs. So I just wasn't going to get anything checked. Um, <clears throat> I was craving salt, like insanely craving it. I would, but in the form of, um, like olives and pickles. I mean, I would go through one of the, the big jars of olives in like two, three days. That's how bad it was. I would have a big old bowl of olives and pickles <clears throat> every night. I mean, and it was almost like a, it was craving, but it was a intense craving. Like I needed it and something in my brain would not level off until I had it. <clears throat> and my personal theory of that is because once I got diagnosed with anemia and had it where my periods were being stopped so that I wasn't losing blood anymore and on the iron. And once my iron started to, um, come up, those cravings 
completely went away. Almost to the point where for a while I couldn't even stand eating an olive or a pickle. I mean, I, I couldn't even tolerate it. And my theory is my body was trying to hold on to as much salt so that I could hold on to as much water so that I had, you know, blood in my system. <laughs> I honestly think if I wouldn't have had those, had the craving, um, that I might have, you know, really hurt myself somehow. I mean, <clears throat> not myself, but I think that my body would have not had enough blood circulating and it would have been really bad. So <clears throat> finally, you know, I've figured out, okay, I'm not going against God to go to a doctor and finally went and got all of that straightened out. And honestly, just quitting all of the salt, um, helped just the swelling from all of that. I think I ended up losing like 10 pounds eventually as all of that kind of fell into place. Um, but I was still very, very much overweight at that point. And so I tried to find diets. Now I am not a huge, uh, deprive yourself of everything person. I'm not good. My, um, it doesn't work out well. I mean, and I've seen obviously from trial and error before and people that I know, you know, depriving yourself of specific nutrients or specific things doesn't work long term. And I needed something that was going to work long term. And so I didn't want to do a fad diet. I don't have time for fad diets. I mean, I'm a stay home homeschool mom, but I'm busy. I have a lot of things on my plate. I don't have time to, or the money to just sit and buy specific foods for myself and do all of that. <clears throat> so I'm going to tell you about the two books that really did help me and actually helped me lose something. I mean, I still have a ways to go and actually doing this podcast <clears throat> and talking about this subject has reminded me how much these books helped me and that I need to kind of revisit them a little bit and go back and implement some things. <clears throat> um, the first one was, uh, the metabolism plan. And I know I'm going to butcher her name, but it's by, uh, Lynn Janae Resitas. I believe I'll have the information in the show notes at the bottom, <clears throat> but hers was basically a lot of the issue with autoimmune disease is inflammation. And so her thing was trying to get, figure out which foods. It's a very, um, each person is different. And I liked that because, <clears throat> you know, blanket diets just don't work for everyone. Everyone's biochemistry is so personalized. And I like that she approached it from that perspective. <clears throat> and so you have to, you're supposed to do a, um, what do you call it? 
we're supposed to do uh, like a, a cleansing or um, yeah, you're supposed to do a cleanse the first few days <clears throat> so that your body can kind of have a restart. Now, I will tell you, I made the mistake of following that to the letter. <clears throat> I spent way too much on because you have to have a ton of vegetables. You make all these big pots of soup for the cleanse and there's different ones so that you're kind of oh, detoxing is the, the word I was looking for. You're detoxing for a while. And I spent a ridiculous amount on the vegetables to do this and made all these soups and then, and I did it, I think I made it a day and a half and then I was so sick, probably because there was a lot to detox in me, but I made myself so sick, like I couldn't even smell the soups anymore. So I basically wasted all of that. Ugh. Okay. I don't recommend doing, going that dramatic into going that drastic into it unless you know you can tolerate it. I really do think that there was this one particular spice uh, that she had you put in it that I cannot stand. And I think I might could have gotten a little further if I would have just left that out. Um, but I will tell you, this plan really works, but you're going to need some money up front to get all the vegetables and stuff for the cleanse part. <clears throat> and after you do the cleanse, you are supposed to <clears throat> take your um, basal body temperature every morning. And so I had to have a little the thermometer right beside my bed because you are not supposed to move <clears throat> at all before you take that in the mornings. You're supposed to take it first thing before you even sit up in bed. So you have to remember to take that and then you weigh yourself every morning. And based off of those two things, you keep a log of everything you eat during the day, any exercise you did, and your body reacts to things that you ate. So if, and she explains it a lot in the book, but if, from what I remember, if there is a change in your basal body temperature and or a change in your weight, um, even up to I think half a pound, um, then something you ate or something you did the day before triggered that. And so, um, if you lost weight, then everything you ate the day before was fine. Your body did not react negatively to that. <clears throat> but if you gained even half a pound, then something that you ate the day before affected you negatively. And so you can, you know, eliminate, figure out kind of what that was. If you think you know, eliminate that and see what your weight was, is the next day. And <clears throat> honestly, I really need to go back and do this because two of my triggers, one was stevia and I had been, I had used stevia for years because, um, I had done the trim healthy mama, uh, way of eating, um, years before. And that 
did help. It's just really hard for me to kind of stick with that. But I did take habits from that and keep them. Um, and so stevia was one of my triggers. And right now in my water, I drink uh, Propel packets and it has stevia in it. So I'm not doing myself any favors. I, that's what I drink all day long. So I need to figure out something else <clears throat> to drink or double check the ingredients and make sure that's not in it. Because that was one of my triggers. I think I would gain like half a pound, something like that, when I was on that. Now, I don't, this doesn't mean I would gain half a pound every day, but it means it's causing inflammation in my body, which will keep me from losing weight because my body's inflamed. Um, this other big trigger for me was pretzels. Ugh. And I was so disappointed because I love pretzels. And, um, right now, yeah, I eat those as a snack, you know, a handful or two at night because they're filling and I've always liked salt, even though I don't crave it like I did when I was anemic. Um, so yeah, I need to go back and revisit this one for sure <clears throat> and figure out, cut out those two known triggers for sure and uh, see if there's anything else that I'm doing at the moment that is um, triggering and a response. Um, the second one, this is the one I really lost weight on. A friend of mine from church had posted about it on Facebook and so, and she was having um, luck with it. So I bought the book and tried it. And this one is, uh, the way down diet by Gwen Shamblin's and, um, <clears throat> or Shamblin, sorry. And she was a Christian. And so she went about it, you know, in a, from a godly standpoint, a biblical standpoint. And her thing was, <clears throat> you know, no food is off limits to everyone. Her thing is everything in moderation. And when you, with this one, the main gist of it was basically at first, um, start cutting what you normally eat in half. So <clears throat> I used to eat two pieces of toast with something on them and a cup of coffee every morning. And so now I eat one. I need to cut back on the sweetener I put in my coffee too, though, because I originally did that and that's when I lost weight. I think I ended up losing maybe 10 pounds, give or take with this. Um, but I need to go back to doing that cause I have snuck out of that habit. There's still times where I'll like the breakfast thing is a habit now. That's what I do. Um, snacking at night. That is my downfall cause at night is my Ugh, that's my me time. I'm fairly introverted and I have to have that. And it's so annoying because my kids are older now. <laughs> my husband goes to bed for my kids generally because he gets up so early for work. <clears throat> and so he'll leave the room and I'll have it to myself. But then one kid has to, you know, go brush their teeth and get ready for bed and come through. And then the other, about the time that one gets to bed, the other one. And then they both have to get up random. Yeah. So I don't get much me time anymore. 
Ugh, and that is, that's rough on me. <laughs> but anyway, so this book's thing was start with just cutting back what my stepdad would have called the baft diet back away from table. <laughs> it was always his advice and turns out it actually works. Um, so I need to go back and revisit both of those two and implement them because they were the two that actually helped the most. Um, and right now, like I said, I'm on the low dose naltrexone, which helps <clears throat> with inflammation and it also helps with keep my allergies in check so that they don't get out of control. But I'm also on NP thyroid to try and get my TSH down. So I'm hoping that that will help also because if I can get my thyroid numbers lined up and hopefully get my hormones lined up, <clears throat> then maybe my body will let go of some of this and let me actually lose it. Um, cause let me tell you, it's a struggle before I had all of this. If I just watched what I ate and exercised some, then I could get back down to what I wanted to. But now I can't, you know, exercise regularly be thanks to Hashimoto's, but thankfully food is what do they say. Um, food is the majority of your weight loss problem. Right. And so food I can control. <clears throat> I know my doctor and in the book I mentioned last week, um, about the root cause, <clears throat> everybody wants you to go gluten free when you have thyroid issues. <sighs> and that's really hard. I have not found a way to do it yet. Um, again, with doing the metabolism plan, not all gluten triggered me. So I'm hoping that that means I can not have to do that. Um, but my doctor would prefer me to go gluten free. I'm just, like I said, I feel like I just don't have the time or the energy or the mental capacity to figure out a meal. But I mean, I'm doing good weekly to come up with a meal plan for my family and cook it and serve it to them just to get them fed. I cannot try and process doing anything extra right now. Like that's, mm -mm, I just do not have the time and energy for that. Um, hopefully someday I'll get to that and do what I need to do. But those elimination diets are just nuts. I had to do some of that for my daughter when she was little. <clears throat> she had food issues. <clears throat> I couldn't give her red dye, yellow dye. Uh, she couldn't have dairy. And then there were, it was almost like as soon as I started eliminating one thing, it was something else she would react to. <laughs> I remember one time it was, it got so bad, um, like she couldn't have strawberries and certain fruits. I'm still not convinced that they do not inject strawberries with red dye because 
it was just weird that those would affect her. But anyway, so elimination diets are not fun. I've had to do stuff like that before and I can't just wrap my head around doing it right now with everything else going on. But if you have any tips for going gluten-free or tips for, you know, losing weight with Hashimoto's or thyroid disease, I would really appreciate it if you would pass that on. Like I'll have my Instagram and my email in the show notes and trust me, I welcome any and all tips for that because like I said, I struggle with that a lot and would love to get back down to where I was before all of this hit me. Um, but I want to do it slowly. I do not want to do crash diets. I mean, I'm in my forties, so I don't want wrinkles. I want to lose it slow where my skin can keep up and tighten back up as I lose it. I do not want to drop it fast and age myself at all. I don't want to do that. I'd rather stay a little chunky than do that to myself. So if you have any tips that are in line with that, because I do not want crash diets. I don't want to blow back up right after I'm done with that. So lifestyle changes is what I'm more about because they will stick. Like I said, with the Trim Healthy Mama, I picked up a few habits that stuck and I wish I was faster at picking up on good habits like that, but I'm trying. I'm a work in progress. So that's it for my weight loss journey today. I will keep you posted because like I said, I'm going to start, try to start doing Pilates just as soon as this cotton uh, goes away. I can't really push myself right now. I think it's almost time to strip the cotton. Once the cotton is stripped, I plan on getting down to business, but I will start implementing what I know to do with the food and I will keep you posted on how that goes and kind of get back to what I know works. So let me know if you have any information for me or any tips. I would greatly appreciate them. And otherwise I will see you next Tuesday. Thank you for joining me on life and DNA with Amanda and a Join me next Tuesday when we talk more about the family mystery with Walter and trying to solve that. And next Thursday, I think we will change it up and talk about being organized as a stay-at-home mom. I'll see you then.